Welcome to Sex, Drugs, and Enlightenment with me, your host, Oakley Ogden. In our last episode, Dayanand, our spiritual teacher and monk, shared his story of awakening, how he lost his brother to suicide, how he numbed and survived, and eventually faced the pain that set him free into a new way of being. Throughout it all, he so easily discloses what parts of his personality need polishing, what he had to transform to become the beacon of service he is today. He's such an example. And today, he takes us deeper and walks us through the process of becoming. We're going to talk about our inner world, how to tap into it, what to expect, and how to work with what arises. All in all, join us in learning how to stay with the discomfort and find freedom. So, Diana, just to um, zoom in really quickly, because I think this is such an interesting moment. The moment that you stayed with that deep pain, mm. you had faith to do it. I can say that. You were yes. directed to do it. But what did it feel like? And how did you navigate really mm. confronting the sensation, the thoughts mm. that came? Yes. The feeling that said, get the hell out of there. Yeah, and fast. And fast. Because I know that that was all there while you, mm-hmm. while you were feeling the mm-hmm. pain. Yeah. Yeah, will you tell us more about that? Totally. You know, when I, I look back and that, and it's looking into a lot of other moments in my life, of moments of what I refer to as healing the moments where I refer to as where transformation happened. And there is something, I remember there was something inside of me that, as you say, just wanted to run away. Because, and today I know that what happens in my brain, it activates survival mm-hmm. and wants to survive. And I was threatened. I felt like all of my pain, and I describe it as despair. Mm-hmm. That's my, the main emotion that was for me there in that time. Um, that was so strong. Yet what I learned in my sadhana, in my spiritual path, is one thing to be still. Another thing is to listen. Doing is very easy. And meditation is being We're in a culture of doers. Culture of doers. Cultures of fixers. Mm -hmm. And until that moment, and also in my young life, all my challenges was about wanting to fix it. Mm -hmm. We even say have a fix. Mm -hmm. Have a fix. Have a fix, correct? So it is doing. And we are trained, and I was trained by by education from a young age to do something to fix it Mm -hmm. and to go outside to fix it. And in the spiritual path... I learned to go beyond my senses and stay. Okay, so this is really important. So you're talking about the witness right now. Yes, but let me say it's a big word. It is a huge word. So before the witness, and I'm going to teach. I know that. (laughs) And whatever I do. I'm open to the gates, run. This has been my investigation all my life. Since I was 20, I've been practicing in the path, you know, and to, to really understand what's connection between everything, between this 
ancient traditions of thousands of years of technique they taught us to the newest moment and who we are right now as human okay. beings, which is different, okay. which really fascinates me. As, as you know, personally, it's just what I do. Mm-hmm. And meditation starts with teaching us to breathe consciously, just to breathe, to be aware right now when you listen to me, to your air going in through your nose, excuse me, your nose, and out through your nose. If you close your mouth and breathe, you always breathe. So let's take a moment just together. Just breathe. Yeah. Inhale through your nose and exhale through your nose. Have the sensation of a little bit cool air coming in and a little bit warmer going out. And a few more breaths, just listening and being with it. It's the most precious thing in your life. I'm aware right now, Dayanand, that as I'm inhaling and exhaling, there are different sensations in my body. Mm-hmm. Um, I could even identify different feelings. Mm-hmm. My mind is having different thoughts. Mm-hmm. But I'm focusing on the breath and I'm noticing that all the sensations that I'm feeling continue to pass through me while I'm just focused on the breath. Yes, and different kinds of them, correct? Yes. And all of you also listening or viewing us right now probably had some thoughts, mm-hmm. some sensations, more sensation in the body, some emotions maybe even. Yet when you continue, and it takes practice, mm-hmm. when you continue to stay with your focus, your main awareness on the breath, these experiences come and go. They are like clouds in the sky, we say, Mm. like waves in the ocean. Mm. They pass. True life, when we don't learn to be still, to focus on the breath, to be what we say mindful or a witness, what happened to us, we get trapped in all these things that come and go. Mm -hmm. And we believe in them. And they're becoming so real and they're becoming amplified. And this is when we start to control the world outside of we us. We try to control the world outside mm-hmm. of us because eventually we want to control the thoughts and That's what right. we feel. That's right. Because really what you care is how you feel. Mm-hmm. You have a lover because it makes you feel love. That's <laughs> true. The lover makes you feel inside of your love. Yeah. You have sex because you feel an orgasm inside of your body. Yeah. It's not about the other person. Yeah. Okay. It just helped you or whatever. You yeah. know, it's like it's happening inside of us there. Okay. So when we are not trained to be still, to be aware and remain with it, we are actually trained to go like monkeys Mm -hmm. and just try to grab all of that and do something with them. That's right. We want to control the inner world by controlling the outer world. controlling the outer world. And we try to do that in the outer world. And it's also creating a lot of, of trouble inside of us. But yeah. that's another thing. Which, you by know, the way, how is that working for you guys listening? I didn't work for me. It doesn't work for me even when I try it. No, it doesn't work. Yeah. And also what we really want to gain is something we experience inside of us mm-hmm. by doing something outside of us. That's right. Okay. And don't get me wrong. The outside is great. 
I love Oakley. We have great friendship. <laughs> we have great How friendship. How we party and dance together. <laughs> I don't love dancing by myself. I dance by myself. Yeah. But when I dance with other people and I connect with them, yeah. the dance is greater. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not about. I'm not a monk that secludes himself in the in the in the cave. So I'll come back to what happened to me in that moment in the meditation. Great. Because now you learn when you learn that everything is happening, even the thoughts and the emotion. But I don't have to try to change it that it's okay because it will pass away. The one thing I learned in the army, that time passes. Mm -hmm. My three years ended. Yeah. My hours on being on a post finished. It teach you, it's time, it's passing. And when we learn to come back to that breath also, what happens, you learn to stay inside in you. And you learn to stay inside of you and be able at one point not identify with your experience. Okay, so let me give okay. an example of this because this is so powerful. Mm -hmm. So through my meditation practice over the last 20 years plus, what I have noticed is that when I meditate in the morning, I go into my day mm -hmm. and there is more room for everything. Yes. So I have 20 emails I'm just kidding. It's actually 120, but we'll just stay, we'll keep it manageable here. I have 20 emails that I wake up to that are urgent, right? Mm -hmm. Clients texting, different emergencies, this and that. If I don't do my morning practice, I notice that I react mm -hmm. to what is on my plate. I get stressed. Oh my yes, God. And I start, stressed. that's it. I get stressed and I start a different narrative in my head. Oh my God. Okay. I got to get to this. Oh, I, da, 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 da. I didn't make my breakfast. Oh, now, now it's 11. I'm stressed. Mm -hmm. Half the things have gotten done and half of them haven't because and I'm you, stressed. You're not as smart because you're stressed. That's also. it. I'm not as smart. There isn't as mm -hmm. clear communication coming mm -hmm. from me. I feel a little scattered, mm -hmm. but if I do my practice and I access that place of stillness inside where my feelings are allowed to just pass through. Yes. Then I bring that state of being to my day and I simply answer the email, reply to the text. And handle some challenges. And communicate well, mm -hmm. communicate clearly. Everything actually usually gets done. It is mind-blowing to me still. Yeah. And it continues. And yes. This ability, and it's very important, I want to repeat that, this ability to be able to be with the breath. And the breath is just a technique. It's mm -hmm. one way where we call it being mindful. Today, mindfulness is so um, trendy. fashion trendy. You fashion know. trendy yeah. uh, what does it mean there? Uh, that being able and the thought and the emotions can come and go and you are unshaken. By Say it. that again to us. The thoughts and the emotions can come and can go while not being shaken by them. So okay? I would That's define this as inner freedom. Exactly. Because at that moment, as tough as it was in my life, mm -hmm. as much as despair that it was, something inside of me was trained enough to know and to experience that if I just stay and not try to change that even emotion. I didn't try to fix my pain. I didn't try to go away. I just let myself experience it. Let myself be with it and not get lost in it. Because mm -hmm. I had a training of meditation and breath work and all of the science to be present and listen. 
and listen to it when it's painful, listen to it when it's hard to listen to it, listen to it when I don't see what I want to see, mm-hmm. but still listen and be there by not trying to fix it, not trying to fix it, even if it was so uncomfortable. By not trying to fix it, it is an energy. That thought, that emotion, that challenge, it, it vibrates and it continues to move. There's a movement. The world creation is a movement. It's not stagnation. A personality contracted, a fear to evolve. Our old education, the old paradigm is resisting, is wanting, I, something inside of me wanted to keep Danan just who I am because I was afraid of dying, of being something different. But by staying and not doing anything, but being present and not numbing, there is a movement. And one movement leads to another. So I want to tell you, because I've never shared this with you, we just haven't talked about it, but in psychology, this is called the paradox of change. Hmm. And as you know, my obsession is where different worlds intersect. Yes where science, spirituality, and psychology all find each other in the same room. Yeah. And the paradox of change states that things only change within if we meet them exactly as they are Mm -hmm. without adding or subtracting anything. And it's the action. Why it's a paradox is because that doesn't make sense in our minds. Because we want to run away from it. Because we want to run away or survival. Yeah, exactly. The brain. Wrestle it into change. Mm -hmm. So what you're speaking to is that exact moment in time where we take a breath, we go within, we connect with the inhale, with the exhale. Yes. And then we allow whatever is there to arise exactly as it is and by meeting it exactly as it is which is the terrifying moment exactly the terrifying moment Mm -hmm. because we think this is the thing that's going to kill me and we want to run away and we got to get out of here yeah or fight it right or Or fight it or we're going to wrestle it and if we just allow all of that to arise and we don't react it actually changes on its own there is a movement that's right because it's the nature of creation and that's where the ancient thing gives us blessing here also because mm-hmm. it teaches us that mm-hmm. everything is energy. Everything is energy. Everything is movement. Mm-hmm. Also that moves, yes. And I'm not saying it's easy to do because many times what happens when it comes and we just stay with it, we kind of move into it. Yes, and we it let it take be, over us. It takes over us yeah. and it's overwhelming. Yeah. So it can be overwhelming. That's where a good training and a good mentor and learning helps in time mm-hmm. to practice the, being mindful, to That's practice it. to breathe. It is a practice how to be with your emotion. It's a practice how to be the thought. Realize that if you just do it once, I'm not saying it's going to work and change your life. And realize that your American culture trained you that you want to get it fast and now. Mm-hmm. And that's how it's supposed to be. Yep. And it's not just America, Europe today, it's all over the world. Yes. We have our phone, it's fast, it's yes. now, and I want to see result right now. And in the inner world, it doesn't happen like that. Yep. And as much as I want to tell you, do just my exercise one time, go to my website, do this, this, like No, it takes repetition and practice and be with it. Yet with every practice that you do there, you gain and you build a muscle. If you are eating candy every single day, 
and the dentist says, you're going to get a cavity and you say, okay, and you brush your teeth once, (laughs) you have not prevented the cavity. You have to do it each day. And that's how we fundamentally shift. Same with the physical body, the gym, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. if we're looking to build Mm -hmm. muscle or Mm -hmm. get in shape in some way, Mm -hmm. that takes months, years Mm. even sometimes. Correct. Yeah. And it builds up. That's right. It builds up because we create a memory in the cells. Yes. In the cells, in our brain, and there's new pathways in our brain. And that's how this whole system work on. Mm -hmm. It works on being inside of something Mm -hmm. and be able to learn it and apply it again and again and again. And it's built on love. The foundation here is your heart. And we keep forget it in our lives. Yes, we do. We keep forget it in many practices also. We worship the mind in our culture. We worship a lot of the mm-hmm. mind in our culture. Mm-hmm. The and mind is hard. wonderful and beautiful. Nothing like the heart. But the heart is something altogether different. Way deeper. Mm-hmm. And before I met my current spiritual teacher, Her Holiness Saima, I was more in my mind. I was more in just discipline. I had the structure, I had discipline even, and I had following, but I wasn't fully in my heart. And after my awakening, and after I stayed, and after I met my teacher, it helped me to open myself to myself and others, and I met love. And I practiced loving for many years. You practiced loving? I practiced loving. As a practice? As a monk's practice. Wow. I practiced loving because I wasn't a loving person. How did you practice that? I took an object and started loving it. Wow. Yes. Like in the Indian culture, some of us call it worshiping. Mm. I call it loving. When you're in love with a woman don't, or, a, or a man or a person, don't you want to give them a flower? <laughs> you want to give them a gift? Mm-hmm. You want to have something to say, I love you. You should see Dayananda's eyes are just <laughs> sparkling right now with love. Just I so much love. I am a lover. Yes. I'm a monk. Yeah. But don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm a, one of the greatest lovers. I'm a great lover. I love loving. I'm a mystic. You know, uh, Rumi and all these mm-hmm, beautiful poems mm-hmm. and the poems mm-hmm. you read about love. That's my life, about loving. Well, let's expand on the definition of love because that's limited in our culture. Very limited because we it's have... Tox- it's a sensation between two people. Exactly. Usually a sensation between two people. And Usually, you're defining it as... Very different. Yes, yeah, please state. tell us. As it's, a state. As a state. It is the highest emotion, mm. which is so high, which is not even an emotion. It's a state. It's a quality. Mm -hmm. We are built from blocks of qualities, of energies, like colors. Mm -hmm. Imagine to create you as a human being. Someone went and took blue, white, green, put them in a certain way together. It becomes a human being. So the human being has white, orange, blue, green, all of it inside. Mm -hmm. But we don't always have access to it. The building blocks for that is love. Mm. As one of these qualities that makes everything happen. Love is that state, is that quality that makes the movement move. Ah. Imagine when you're loving, you create a baby. 
Yeah. You want to bring life. Mm-hmm. When you're in love and happy and have that happiness inside of you mm-hmm. and passion, you create things. Mm-hmm. So love is the motivation. It's the glue for every movement, for yeah. the creation to happen. Yeah. So when I'm saying that love that is not depending by anything else, because I can love you just as a friend or as a lover or just as my son or daughter or my iPhone 12 or my KTM dad. But then if iPhone 13 comes, I don't love the iPhone 12 anymore. <laughs> so that is a love that we as human beings usually at a certain point in our life begins to be educated into. Mm-hmm. That it depends on something. Mm-hmm. The baby when it's born, all the beautiful mothers and fathers, it just doesn't only love the mother and the father. It exudes love to everything everyone, and everyone. The uncles and other ones and nobody, even the person who didn't give birth to them and yeah. worked hard and even had pain, they still love them also. Yeah, they're just radiating. They're radiating love. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I will say to you, when you're in love, you mm-hmm. maybe think you're in love with a certain person, but you're radiating love everywhere. Yeah. Everything around you is more happy. Mm-hmm. Everybody around you wants to be with you. We are in love with being love, we actually. We love with being love. <laughs> we it's are. It's a great yes. feeling, yet we are only putting it in a certain box. Yeah. And again, I'm a monk that's not against relationships and marriage and sex and all of that. It's a way to experience all that. I just chose a different path mm-hmm. because I made a lot of troubles in my life. <laughs> I needed something very disciplined. Very you cl- needed a clear structure. A clear structure yes. to get out to be out of trouble. Yes. Because how long will they not keep me out of jail or in trouble uh, and all that? You know? So I become a monk because yeah. I needed that intense structure. It was structure. the right path for you. For me. Yes. But life is full. Yes. So that love is also a muscle within us. Mm. When we are young, we're loving freely. Mm-hmm. Because of our experience of life around us, suddenly mother, father, oh, we won't have enough money. Maybe there'll be a war in Israel tomorrow. So that's fear. Mm-hmm. We started getting pulses of energy of fear. And our being there's just love becomes like there's love and fear, love and survival, strive and survive. So we narrow our love. We keep it, we close it. Mm-hmm. And the spiritual practice about loving also. Mm-hmm. So I practiced to love. I had, you know, a beautiful stone on my on my altar, on my table to mm-hmm. love it. I mm-hmm. practiced to love the, the tree. Mm-hmm. I practiced to love the birds. Mm-hmm. I spend an hour every day after my meditation to sit and to love, to try to love an object. And you were actively trying to evolve your personality. Actively engaging and invol- evolving something in personality that I knew wasn't expanded. This is could be conscious transformation, we could call this. Meaning yes. that you're, all of you is choosing to engage in this practice. Yes. And then you, I did something. Mm-hmm. And then I started my meditation. Mm-hmm. You know, right now you can take a breath. And perhaps to help that, take one of your hands and put it on the center of your chest. And you can find even the area of the physical heart. Because the physical heart pulsates. It has electromagnetic field. It's alive. And bring your attention to that area of your heart. And think about something you are grateful for in your life. It may be someone you know, 
maybe beautiful place, like for me, the mountains, any place, maybe something you like to eat, anything you are grateful for. And you can even visualize it. And take another conscious breath, like you're breathing with that experience of being grateful. And your heart. And it becomes bigger. And you can open your eyes if you have your eyes closed. And be present with that gratitude. That sense of love can expand from you. And imagine you do that every day for like 60 seconds. Something will shift. Oh, yes. Something will melt. Oh, yes. Something will expand. Mm -hmm. And you are changing yourself. You are shifting yourself. And in the beginning, you will feel that only when you sit by yourself. And then whenever you went out and there's a person you don't like, it will go away. Mm-hmm. But after a while, it will be not going away so fast when you meet the person you don't like. And something changes. And we can keep it more and more and continue to evolve that. I can identify with all those stages. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's stages. Yes, it's stages. And I, I have to tell you how I implemented this. Mm. I feel really expanded right now. I'm mm-hmm. very peaceful, just so you know. <laughs> yes, it's intoxicating. I know. And it's not just my beautiful eyes. No, no, it's not. There's You're an energy. Guys. It yeah. is. It's an energy, it's a vibration. Yes. It's intoxicating. Yes. It's this is, so this is the natural high. Exactly. This is what I'm in right now. And that's just a little taste. Yeah. Now you learn to do that and you have special breathing techniques. That's it. That works with your energy structure of your physical body, Mm -hmm. your nerve system, Mm -hmm. your chemical, Mm -hmm. your hormones. Mm -hmm. The science of yoga, not just yoga doing different postures to have a beautiful body and all that. Very, very deep, deep, deep science. In the East, in the Kabbalah, in the Christian, there's a lot of traditions there. In the Native Americans, there's science. They know the subtle of who we are. Mm-hmm. So we know how to press exactly the points to do exactly the breath, exactly the timing to activate your inner intoxication and your inner ele- elevation. I mean, who doesn't want to sign up to learn all of that? Yes. And please remember that doesn't work without changing your personality. Right. Like you said, mm-hmm. you know how to shift the quality. You have to work it now in your life. So when I used to go home for Thanksgiving, Mm. I had a certain reputation and my family would relate to me as the oldest who was loud Mm. and orchestrated everything and do all the things. That's right. Keep the peace, make everyone laugh, da, 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 you know, yell if I needed to yell, all that (laughs) stuff. And I started to do this practice when I went home. because I became more and more aware through this practice of what wasn't working for me, how Mm. I was being, as you say, Mm -hmm. how I was treating others, what I was feeling inside. So going home actually changed. It became stressful. Mm -hmm. It wasn't relaxing and just um, familiar. It became really stressful. It was threatening to what I was evolving into. Mm. And the answer for me 
was not to not go. Mm. It was instead to take my practice and to go home, but to engage new habits. So I would wake up a little bit early. I would do this practice and then I would practice going out, seeing my mom and staying in this state. And I got it wrong a ton. Yes. But over the years, things started to change. And it took time for my family to see the changes Ah, and accept. And recognize And recognize that something was different. Mm. And that we could all just be a little bit more loving Mm -hmm. and a little bit more patient with each other. Mm -hmm. And I remember just the years passing, each Thanksgiving kind of a marker, how -hmm. things would be different. I'd ask myself... How did I do? Did I have people feeling seen and loved or was it just about me and my experience and Mm. who I was, my big personality? Uh And now my family fundamentally relates to me differently, Mm. you know? Yeah. And it took years. It took years. Years. Yeah. But there was such a nectar in it. And it stays. Oh, yes. Because oh, what yes. you worked on your personality and you took different ways mm-hmm. to transform how you behave, oh, yes. how you feel, you know, some of it takes a while to stay. Mm-hmm. It stays and then for a moment goes away and come mm-hmm. back. But in general, it's different. Absolutely. And we can be different mm-hmm. because we are so much more than who we think we are. That's it. The thing is, you didn't change you to create something that you weren't within you. Yes, I became more myself. You became more who you truly are. Yes. Because, you know, the the greatest thing that just like drives me crazy is is people think personality cannot change. Even this thought that DNA cannot change. Yeah. This is wrong. Yeah. This is advanced science and spirituality says that DNA it's changeable. It's moldable. And who you are, who we are is the, can change because what, again, I want to remind again, what you think you are right now is only ABC out of a lot. A lot of letters. So much more. Yep. So you, when you keep on doing the work, as more as I evolve, I evolve into the more potential of who I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't like create something outside of myself. That's right. That's impossible. I to create myself to unreveal what's there. If we can let go of the tiny attachments to what we think are so <laughs> important about ourselves, the that which is waiting for us on the other side is so much greater yes, and, and so much more fulfilling. And freedom. And it's freedom. Mm-hmm. And inner freedom, discovering inner freedom for me really changed my life because I got to redefine inner outer freedom. I thought freedom mm. was doing whatever I wanted whenever Naturally. I fucking wanted to. Yes, and you, you should have a lot of money and all of That's capacity. That's it. All the things That's will it. allow you to do yeah, this I have whenever freedom, you want. Right? Yeah. I'm successful. Yeah. My I'm head of this company. Everybody loves yeah. me. Da, 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 whatever it is. That's one thing in a million. Mm-hmm. Definition in a million. But, <laughs> but it has nothing to do with doing what we want when we want. That is not freedom. That's yeah. immaturity. Yes. And the freedom that you gain through being able to transform yourself, mm-hmm. which allows you to actually do what you want whenever you want, yep. meaning you won't be just triggered and pulled like a, how you say this, puppy with the strings? A uh, puppeteer. Puppeteers, yeah. Because yeah? we are pulled by our concepts of who we are and beliefs and patterns and everything. Yeah. And we are triggered to automatic actions, that's unconscious. It. That's not freedom. I was such, I was so 
chained by my unconscious patterning when I would go home for Thanksgiving. I'd be so frustrated. I'd say things I regret, yada, 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 all that. And for me to be able to go home and just be in a state of peace, not for an hour, Mm -hmm. for the entire time Mm -hmm. I was there, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe something arises, but at this point it arises and sort of dissolves just like a cloud passing through the blue sky. And that's freedom and for all of you to know, Oakley did a lot of work to get there. Oh yeah. And by the way, (laughs) I'm not saying I'm there all the time. Yes. And that's evolution. Yes. And that's the train we invited you to enter. Yes. And that's the ride I invite everybody to enter with me and be, you know, riding together in our life, which is evolution. Yes. Which is conscious evolution. Being what I'm saying is all of us here on the planet, all of our lives, all of our reality will evolve. You may think differently, but my knowingness is that this humanity and this planet is evolving. Yeah. It is evolution. It's the nature of the world. Changes the are is constant. Constantly. The mm-hmm. question is if I am conscious about it, if I am a part of it or not. That's yes. all. So the invitation is to be conscious about it. So we improve the quality of our lives and be a part of what is a global awakening. So I have one question that um, maybe this is our last question today as we're wrapping up. Looking back from where you are now today, Mm. what would you say to your 23, 25-year-old self? Mm. That it's okay. That you are so loved. That there is a path. And what you are feeling inside of you, even sometimes a tiny star of knowingness, that there's a greatness, that there is a wonder, that there is a beauty, that it is there. And it's so inside of you. And go for it. And every moment go for it. And you'll never be alone. The whole universe, the whole creation, and many people you'll see come and join you in that. Dainand, thank you so much for joining us today, for joining Mm. me, for bringing all your love, your infinite wisdom. I know we could keep going for hours together, as Mm. we do. Thank you so much. Mm. Thank you. Thank you, all of of you that have been together. It's been a great joy. My incredible listener, I hope you enjoyed that as much as we did. If you want to reach out to Dianan directly or learn more, you can find him at www.shaviticenter.com. That's S-H-I-V-I-T-I-C-E-N-T-E-R.com. Or send him an email directly, info at shaviticenter.com. That's I-N-F-O at S-H-I-V-I-T-I-C-E-N-T-E-R.com. In the meantime, make sure to subscribe to the podcast to stay in step with our next episodes. And remember, you are love itself.